Hello, everyone. Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from interim head coach Jerry Rosberg, quarterback Russell Wilson, and safety Justin Simmons as they spoke to the media today. Plus, I'll have the latest injury report, and Phil Milani joins the show. All that and more coming up. Interim head coach Jerry Rosberg opened up his press conference today by giving a heartfelt statement about Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, who suffered a cardiac arrest during Monday night's game. Take a listen. So today, DeMar, we honor you. Today, we will strive to do, be better, to be better in the areas of our lives that you were so good at, and you will, with all due course and prayers, return to. We'll strive not to exalt ourselves, but rather raise others up like you did, especially those who are laid low like you did. So for now, while you're recovering, uh, we're here to raise you up, man. We, we support you, and even those of us that don't know you, we offer our love. You're one of our football brothers. Quarterback Russell Wilson and safety Justin Simmons also spoke on Tamar, and both are continuing to pray for him and his family. I pray that everybody continues to pray for Tamar and his family and everything else. And just to see that hit the other night and just see him, um, you know, drop to the ground, it was devastating to watch because that could be any of us. You know, I know um, we've played this game since we were young. I know we've... Uh, and we've played a lot of college ball, high school ball. I know fans watch us every week and cheer us on. They have their fantasy football and they have all their, you know, and uh, us as players, we watch every week, every every game as much as we can and watch film and everything else. But you never really think about it. You never really imagine one hit could um, possibly take your life away. And, uh, you know, um, you know, watching the guys on the field and how they um, – <clears throat> how they all just got together in, in tears and um, praying and just it shows you, um, one, we can't take this life for granted, and this game for granted in these moments. And uh, I'm glad his family was there, his teammates and everything else. But it was also good to see that all the players came together, you know, both teams, you know, from um, the quarterbacks and Burrow and Allen to all the other players on, across the board. And um, and just see, the, just see how community and how our country and – can come together in moments like this, you know. First, I want to start off by um, sending out uh, thoughts and prayers to uh, DeMar Hamlin and the Hamlin family, and obviously uh, Buffalo. And, uh, you know, I can only imagine, you know, what the team is going through. Um, you know, watching that play happen live and seeing the players' reaction, um, you know, it was uh, – it was heartbreaking to see um, almost a loss of words to talk about. So it's uh, really puts life into perspective and, you know, really praying hard for DeMar right now. And uh, I know there's been some positive signs since, but just praying for him heavy. I know it's a, uh, you know, not a situation anyone wants to see um, anybody go through. So uh, DeMar and to the Hamlin family, um, I know Coach Jerry already mentioned it, but we really are praying for you guys and um, and praying for the doctors and praying for everybody involved there that um, all things will happen, um, you know, positively for you guys. 
Russell went on to talk about how an injury like this changes his perspective. I think in this game, we all know that injuries are going to happen, and this game's a physical game, but, um, <clears throat> you know, I think people always say that, you know, you'll die for this game and everything else, but when it's really life on the line, like we saw the other night, and, you know, somebody's heart stops, it, it uh, changes your your perspective even that much more. And, um, you know, and uh, it's just – it was just um, – you know, life is so much bigger than this game. You know, it's uh, this game is important. It's significant. It's something that we all care about, and it all brings us joy. Um, but you know, it's uh, it's also it's also not the lasting thing. That's you know, you, you know, I, I believe Demar has a has a child too, and everything else. You know, those things are what matters most. You know, and so just to experience that, to watch that, and. Um, just glad that he's okay. The Broncos are back at Empower Field at Mile High this weekend for their final game of the season. And as they prepare to face the Chargers, Justin Simmons talked about how the team is dealing with this moving forward, knowing that they have to play a game in a couple of days. Me personally, you know, I've, I've had a lot of conversations with just like, you know, the guys in the back end. I mean, you know, it happened to our position, right? Um, you know, we play that position. Uh, we've taken hits or given hits much worse than that one seemed. And I think that was the scariest part, uh, you know, kind of watching that. And um, it's just it's just unbelievable. But I think I think, too, like seeing the, the pouring of, of love that has been given to, to DeMar and to his foundation and um, seeing how the, the NFL community has kind of come together to just like support what is just a tragic time. Uh, I think that that's kind of been, um, you know, a small, but albeit a uh, really cool positive. Um, and uh, that, you know, that's, that's one thing I'm always appreciative of is the, is the brotherhood, you know, kind of behind the shield and the guys that have your back. And, you know, we, you know, may talk in between the lines and, you know, you have your rivalries, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, we all know what we put our bodies through and we put our mentals through. And so, you know, for me getting ready for Sunday, um, I think it's just going to continue to being open and honest. Sometimes it's okay not to be okay. Um, you know, I know seeing that in that moment made me not okay. And uh, just continually having that open conversation. And as they look ahead to this weekend's game, Rossberg announced that offensive coordinator Justin Outen will be the play caller again this weekend and detailed what will look to change with a week as interim head coach under his belt. Well, I've had more time. I've had a better opportunity to approach this game from a, a technical standpoint, a, a schematic standpoint. I've watched tape. I've seen their players. I understand now better than I did a week ago what we're faced with. And, and I also probably have a better understanding of ourselves having been on the sideline and watched practice from a different context. And so uh, to your question about change, I would say, well, you, if you go out and lose a football game, you better not stand pat. So you better do something different. I mean, I, you watch that last game and what was the difference in the game? Well, I saw some things on offense that I liked. I, I know our run defense remained strong and our, our, our ability to run the ball was, was pretty good. But they beat us with explosive plays. I mean, we, we had, they had like six explosive plays, I think, and, and uh, we had two, and one of them was, uh, how did I say, unfortunately uh, readjusted. Um, so that, in order to play against the team that I see on tape now, we need to, we need to I, I don't want to help them and still answer your question. I respect your question. We need to do a better job 
than we did a week ago of fitting the pieces together. Now let's take a look at today's injury report. A pretty lengthy one today, tackle Calvin Anderson, wide receiver Kendall Hinton, safety Kareem Jackson, defensive tackle DJ Jones, cornerback Damari Mathis, garden center Quinn Miners, defensive lineman Mike Purcell, tight end Eric Saubert, tight end Eric Tomlinson, and cornerback K1 Williams all did not participate at practice today. While fullback and tight end Andrew Beck, outside linebacker Baron Browning, and wide receiver Jerry Judy were limited. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio to take a deeper look at today's news is fellow team reporter Phil Milani. Phil, thanks for joining me again two days in a row. Yeah, Sydney, back to back. I'm I know. lucky. The people love you, Phil. <laughs> Thank I have to have you on. <laughs> it's my personality. No, I'm just no, kidding. I agree. <laughs> Well, Phil, you know, we heard from interim head coach Sherry Rosberg, uh, Russell Wilson, and Justin Simmons to start the show. They all spoke on just, you know, how devastating it was to watch Bill safety DeMar Hamlin suffer a cardiac arrest after that hit um, on Monday Night Football. You know, it really just puts into perspective just how violent this game is. And, you know, just to see what the players go through and what they put on the line every single weekend is honestly really crazy. Yeah, it really puts things into perspective, I think, Sydney. And today was the first time that we got a chance to hear from Broncos players, yeah. talk with them about uh, everything that happened uh, on Monday night. And, yeah, you know, I think the, the thing about the, the NFL to me is, like, uh, sometimes there's really terrible injuries out there. Mm -hmm. And what happens is the car comes out or even sometimes if it's really bad, an ambulance will come out and they'll take the player off the field and then they just keep playing. Right. You know, and that's what normally happens, you know. But I think if you saw the faces of the Bengals players and the Bills players, mm -hmm. this was different. And that's what we heard from Broncos players today too is just like this really um, – uh, hit home for a lot of players. And I think that, um, you know, every, they talked about it a little bit, every time you cross that white line, you know, you're out there playing a game that you love, but you, but you also know that it's a dangerous sport. Right. And, um, I think most players, you know, when they go out there, they, they know that they could get injured in terms of like sprained ankle, um, torn a torn ACL, ACL something, yeah. you know, gets hurt like that. But when you're talking about life and death, I think mm -hmm. that it just, it makes it, it's just different, you know, and uh, these guys talked about their families, yeah. you know, Justin Simmons has kids, Russell Wilson has kids. They talked about what it would have been like um, to be a parent in that situation. Right. You know, I, I just think that it, it hits home a little bit. Uh, and uh, you certainly heard that from uh, uh, Jerry Rosberg today, mm -hmm. Justin Simmons and uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. We uh, talked to Deshaun Williams in the locker room too. And, you know, he has a baby boy, really young. I, I want to say maybe one or two years old. And he said he'll never let his son play football. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, you know, Justin Simmons said something like, hey, we've all been hit or or hit somebody way worse, worse. than that, too. So, like, it just makes you feel like mm -hmm. um, this was like a freak thing that happened. But it could happen on any play. You yeah. Know? And that's sort of like the scary thing about it, too. Definitely. I know uh, cornerback Damari Mathis here played with Damar at Pitt in college. And, you know, Jerry Rosberg talked to him yesterday to make sure he was okay. And I know Justin Simmons reached out to him just to make sure he has support to go through this. And, you know, Rosberg even talked to Damari just about who Damar is as a person and if he wanted to share that to with the team. And, you know, Damari didn't want to, but he did give 
Rosberg permission to just share who he was as a person to the team. And, you know, they talked through that this morning. Yeah. I thought that that was a really nice move from Jerry Rosberg yeah. just because, you know, this is, uh, they talked about, um, this, you know, sort of situation is going to affect the entire NFL community, right. you know. And so to to just say, hey, if you're not feeling okay right now, it's okay to not be okay, you know. Absolutely. And uh, I think the Broncos did a great job. They said Monday night they immediately were like, here are our resources mm -hmm. to help if you're, if right. this is hitting really close to you. And, of course, with Damari, you know, being a, a former teammate, mm -hmm. I think that um, obviously mm -hmm. it's an emotional situation. So to be able to talk to the team and, and and uh, share, you know, some uh, some of his uh, intimate Stories relationship, you know, there and and that I think that that was a good move. And uh, obviously, we hope that Damari's doing okay with all of this. Yes, absolutely, Phil. You know, this team still has a game to play this Sunday. So, mm -hmm. how do you think just these guys try and I guess compartmentalize these things to be able to go out there this weekend and you know, play the same game that caused this injury? <laughs> You know, something that I, even before all of this happened, I was thinking like just the, the mental state that you have to get into yeah. to be able to play the game of football. 100%. You know, I do think that most people don't really think about that, just like sort of, sort of what it takes to be able to go out onto that field. Mm -hmm. It really, you have to go to a place mentally where you're just, you feel like you're sort of like invincible out there, yeah. you know, otherwise you wouldn't be able to play the game the way you have to be able to play it. For These sure. guys are so big. They're so fast. There's big time collisions. And unless you've stood on the field and seen it happen, I think that your perspective isn't the, is, what reality is like yeah. out there on the field. And so sure. when you watch it on TV, it doesn't, it's not as fast. The hits aren't as big mm -hmm. as they are when you actually see it live in person, you know, even standing on the sideline. Yeah. yeah. You can really... When you're on the sideline, you could really feel the, yeah. the change there. And, um, I think that the, these guys, they're going to have to go to that place, uh, like they do every game where they get out on the field and they feel like they're invincible and they can just block this out of their minds essentially you know and um they're gonna have to do that this week and that's gonna be really hard i mean yeah. I, I do think that that's gonna be hard for really every nfl player all across the league it's gonna be something that's gonna be in the back of their minds leading up all the way until game time i think definitely yeah well like justin simmons and russell wilson said early in the show we will continue to pray for damar and his family uh phil just Looking ahead to this weekend's game, mm -hmm. Jerry Rosberg, he talked about it for a bit today during his press conference, and there was one thing that really stood out to me. He said, you know, we lost this past Sunday, so something's got to change. I mean, we got to change to be better. Definitely the right mentality to have here. Oh, totally. I think that uh, there's sort of been like a, a weird feel around the facility, just that like, hey, that game was really competitive and yeah. um, maybe better than previous games against the Chiefs, uh, certainly in Arrowhead. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe there was a vibe that like, hey, let's just keep continuing. We They made some changes last week and it helped. And let's just continue down that path. But Rosberg was like, no, look, we lost the game. Ultimately, right. we did good things out there, but we lost. We lost. Yeah. And so I do think the Broncos are going to have to make uh, some changes. He talked about red zone defense. Mm -hmm. That's going to have to get a little bit better there. Right. Granted, the Chiefs are one of the best red zone <laughs> offenses. You know, Andy yeah. Reid is so talented down there. So uh, that's an area that they're going to have to get better in. And then explosive plays. That was another thing where he, he, he talked about how the Chiefs were able to hit a bunch on the Broncos, and then the Broncos weren't able to hit some. Of course, one was the uh, pass interference call on Cortland Sutton. Um, 
So I do think that they're going to have to hit on some of those chunk plays where, you know, it's really hard in the NFL to drive all the way down the field, but, you know, three, four yards at a time. Yeah, definitely. You know, so um, he talked about, like, building that running game up and then being able to do stuff off of it, mm-hmm. get the bootleg going and maybe hit a big play, uh, get the play action going, and then open up the passing game a little bit. He talked about that. Just the Broncos are going to have to get their ball, the ball into their playmakers' hands a little bit better mm-hmm. than they were against the Chiefs. And look, the Chargers are playing good football right now. I think they won four speaking. games in a row. Um, so they're, they're trying to build momentum heading into the postseason, mm-hmm. and the Broncos, uh, they're going to have a big test on their hands. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, Phil, one week remaining here as the season kind of dials down, we'll, of course, shift our our focus to just this head coach search. And I know, Russell, he talked a bit today about, you know, what he hopes to see in the next head coach. What did you think about kind of what he said? Yeah, you know, just saying that we want we want to win games. That's yeah. sort of what Russ's message was. And so they want a head coach that cares about winning the same that they do and a, and a guy who's going to motivate them, try to get the best out of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that good players, they always want to be coached hard. You know, like players like Peyton Manning, you know, they always were like, okay, I'll do what you're saying, but I also want the reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Right. And so players like that, they want to be coached hard and they want good coaches around them. And I think that um, that's what Russ sort of uh, said was just like, we want a coach who's going to get the most out of us. And he, um, something that Russ has talked really a lot about this whole season is just this is a storm that the Broncos are going to have to get through. And then there's going to be better days ahead. Yeah. I I'm getting the sense that he, he, he's talked about it so much that it's like ingrained in him that like there is like, he just talks about it almost like it's fact or something that like, yeah. uh, I'm, he's manifesting he's like, it. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. He talks right. about it like that. So um, part of that is going to be finding a new head coach in here. That's going to yeah. m- just bring that that, that out of everybody. And so um, it's not like he was up there naming names or anything, no. but um, he just said, we want a coach who wants to win. And I think everybody's going to agree with that. I, just that, Hey, we want somebody who's going to come in here and motivate these guys and get the best out of them. Yeah. They want to be winners. Yeah. They do. They do. And you know, the, the names are starting to circulate out there. There's a lot of buzz about guys like Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh and stuff. And those guys have won, you know, a lot too. So, you know, when, when you're one of those guys like Sean Payton, you've won a Super Bowl. So if you come in day one, uh, you still have to earn the respect of that locker room, but you have a little bit of clout. Like, Hey, I know know what it takes. I've seen it done. I know what it takes. Even Jim Harbaugh, he took the 49ers to a Super Bowl. He knows what success looks like and uh, he knows how, how to get there. So, um, you know, a couple of coaches there who I think could be strong candidates who will get the most out of these guys. So it'll be a, a, an interesting couple of weeks here Definitely as the Broncos get their search underway. And, um, you know, it's an exciting time, I think, if you're a fan, just because you know that uh, this ownership group is going to try to find the best possible person for this job. Absolutely. Yeah. I like Russell's mindset. Better days ahead. Yeah. And it's kind of like the Rosberg mentality, right? With this, it's like, uh, hey, this season didn't work with Nathaniel Hackett. So Uh you got to make a change. And so you make a change and and see if uh, a a different approach will work better. So uh, it's week by week with the coaches, but for ownership and and the direction here, it's season by season. And uh, this season didn't work. This season was like a a lost game. So you got to make the change and, and, and try something new.
Yep, for sure. Well, Phil, appreciate joining me on the show again today and appreciate your insight always. Sydney, it's always a pleasure coming on. No, Phil, the pleasure is mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, thank you, Phil. Thanks, Sid. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you'll meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. I will see you all then.